right, Eric. Spotlight is on. About time. It is on. About time. You've been waiting a week for another spotlight. Sure have. You are are a man who loves to have the spotlight shine bright on him. I like to walk away from the spotlight and try to, you know, go to the background. Hide in the shadows like a Batman, if you will. If you will. (laughs) Right now, uh, this is the spotlight podcast of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast for the week of April 5th, 2017. And I don't know about you, Eric, but I might be drunk. I am having some, I'm having some problems here. The guy is drunk. Yes, I, I may be. I am not feeling well today. I feel like shit. I came home. I may have taken about four Benadryl and then drank some Robitussin. And Ooh, I didn't he's go to sleep. Out. I didn't go to sleep, but I was really having some issues. I, I am now very tired. Uh, my my thoughts are scattered, Eric. I just know that one thing though is. Stage 64 of oh, the gonorrhea is, is drinking the Tussin. It's the Tussin, Eric. Taking the Tussin because you got the itis. And then you get the itis after the barbecue. And when you eat the barbecue and, and you use the handkerchief for to wipe your mouth from the ribs. That, then they'd offer a napkin or something? Why do I got to use my Why do I gotta use actually, my handkerchief? Actually, I didn't even use the handkerchief. I used the table, the, the table cloth that looked like, uh, looked like the handkerchief. Tucked it right in my collar, I did. You know what I did? I tucked it in the collar there. I ate some more of them ribs and some of the chicken. Gonorrhea is rough. It stays, but if you get barbecue out of it, you know what? I might be down. Uh, of the of the gonorrhea is that you enjoy the sweet baby race barbecue, Eric. The I just might is, have gonorrhea. The problem is if you get to that stage that everybody's got the gonorrhea. There it is, Eric. I, I feel I feel like shit. Uh, did I uh, did I tell you that this is uh, the official unofficial podcast of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast? No, I did. I have my notes here. I'm trying to go, and I I don't know what I was writing. I have Czech Yaramir, and I'm talking Czech as in Czechoslovakian. Okay, right. Czech. I don't know what you're going with that, but I don't right. know what that means or why I had it, Eric. Maybe I was thinking of doing a Czech character uh, by the name of Yarmir. I'm not sure now. Uh, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to put that one on hold. Uh, you putting put shit away. off of your hockey podcast? Yeah, I'm going to have to put that away. I, I don't know. Uh, I know later on because this is going to be a dual spotlight. Uh, we are going to be talking about Superman 20 and Green Arrow, number 20. And during the Green Arrow thing, I laughed both times that I read the issue when they said, Hey, hockey puck. I'm Early. telling you, it fucking hit me right in the feels. Earlier today, before we found out that Don Rickles died, I was thinking yeah. about a Don Rickles bit in my head, which I, I do quite a bit off. I love Don Rickles. And then yeah. getting home from work after finding out about poor old Donnie boy, Fucking seeing hockey puck reused, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. god damn it. What are you looking at, hockey puck? Ah, he, yeah, was, he was, was so good. good. I love Don Rickles. He was the classic, like, he, he was a great guy at roasts, but the problem with him is every moment of his life was a roast. He was always sure was. roasting people, and he's one of those guys that I did hear 
a fucking gem when he's not on his routine, like the nicest guy. There, really, there's a I, lot of guys like that. I always like assumed that. he was just always on. You know, no, like no, never turned I him heard off. that he's a really good guy. Now, again, I'll, I'll really date myself, and this is even before my time, uh, but I love old-time radio. And Jack Benny was a big thing. One of his big shticks was being the cheapest man ever. Like right. that was his whole thing. In fact, in Back to the Future, there's a throwaway line when uh, – Doc finds out that Ronald Reagan was the president. He goes, oh, who's the secretary of treasury? Jack, Jack Benny. Benny yes. And it's so funny because that's what he was getting at. But in fact, in real life, the guy was supposedly like, if you asked him for money on the corner, just any guy, he'd give you money. He, he was very – but that so was So he's like the Ric Flair of his time. He was. But his whole <laughs> shtick was being this really cheap guy, just like you said. Don Rickles was known to be just a fucking pain in the Donnie, ass. Donnie, one of my just, favorite things that I heard as a kid, I, I, I'm sure it's from a movie, maybe like Dirty Work or something like that. It's like, why don't you no. go to the mountains? I'll move to the mountains. Don't bother anybody for a while. And that's yeah. stuck with me the rest of my life uh, and i say yeah. it all the time now ah yes Eric. but this is the spotlight this is more pop culture talk right? sure we is. have another pop culture podcast but this is not it this is actually the spotlight and the spotlight like i said is on superman and green arrow we're gonna duel it up i think we're gonna do that uh for the most part uh from now on we're gonna have two reviews each time that's kind of what we like to do kind I do of enjoy really it. And, and it's it's for people to, you know, they get a choice. Oh, you know, because sometimes we'll put out, like, say, Superman. If you're not into Superman but into Green Arrow, you're going to join in. But it's really just a light in the load for and us if later. if you're not into either, we're screwing you both ways. Yeah, really. And we like that, Eric. We'll do that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you want to find us, we are on Facebook. Stage 60. You can. Stage, stage, stage 69 seven. and a half. Stage 71. Is is a sixty nine with two fingers up your ass, Eric? <laughs> two fingers. We are on Facebook. You can like us at Weird Science DC Comics. We're on Podbean at Weird Science DC Comics at Podbean.com. We're on Twitter at Weird Science DC, and we have an award winning website, Eric. An award winning website, Weird Science DC Comics.com. And I will say right now, I'm very proud of our website. We, we don't get to talk about it a lot. But what I'm also proud of the website is that we rarely censor anything on the podcast. I just, or the, the site, even the podcast. Yeah. I just want to tell you, if you come to the, the website and start spitting out racial hate and yeah. degrading people, you're out. You know that's what I'm saying? We, that's where we draw the line in the yeah. sand right and there. And I'm sure this person who kind of decided to show up on the site this week and, and throw words that are just awful, uh, it might be listening. And, and really, please stay away. Please. Not, it's not even funny. It really isn't. And uh, and nobody knows what I'm talking about. But me and you, Eric. But yeah, I just wanted to say it because I'm sure this person's listening and they can go crawl under the rock they came from. Like I said, there's ways to be funny. Don't bother anybody for a while. And really, this person who goes by a wrestler's name, uh, who's also to me allegedly a real piece of shit himself. uh, But the the point is, you can come and attack us. Me and you don't care. Don't attack Reggie. He's a sensitive man. But and, and really, yes, if you attack so Reggie, Reggie, I'm going on the attack as well. Yeah, I will protect Reggie. I'll laugh at that. When they come after me and you, we're so used to it by now. So center your hate just on me, please. I need it. I deserve it. That's part of my karma, Aaron, especially for the shit that I was fucking pulling last week. I got to apologize for that, too, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Uh, I was a real asshole. I'm telling you, you get me in a contest of any sort, and yeah, you want to see Jim Warner, the dark Jim Warner, Earth 3 Jim Warner, who's a fucking asshole? That was me last week. But we're here this week, Eric. It's a new week. Uh, uh, hope springs eternal. 
baseball season has started. It's one of those things where they say when a baseball team starts off uh, out of spring training into the season, everybody has hopes that you're going to win the World Series. Everybody, except the Phillies. They stick. Yeah. And I, the Padres. I don't care either way. The Padres are terrible also. You know what I'm saying. They do say, like, that opening day, everything's great because everybody has a, the same record and going. Hopefully, this week, after yeah, that, that Potter Manis, that, we like can thinking- just— that's like thinking when you like you know January first. It's a new year. It's a time for change. Yeah, no, everybody thinks that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think that. It's also like when when you're a younger fellow. Like I, I went to college with the fucking high hopes that everything was going to be great. I was going to change the world, Eric. Oh yeah. By the time I came home, there, it would have been a before and after photo of like you see me all happy. I got my suitcase. I'm heading off to West Virginia. Smile on my face, and then I come back. I, I'm on a Greyhound bus with a goddamn trash bag with a couple pieces <laughs> of clothes in it. Fucking looks like. Like I've aged 30 years and just fucking miserable. That, that's that rock that's and roll true. lifestyle. Yeah, that's how I came back. A fucking grocery bag. I left most of my shit there. I'm like, I'm fucking done with this place. Let's get the fuck out of here. But why I'm saying that, the Potter Madness thing is over. So that's, you know, we're, we're past that. We can get a little more positive for, for ourselves going forward. But also we're done these Superman Reborn. Not that that was bad, but that seemed to be something that at the end – it was saying like, oh my God, you know, like I said, hope springs eternal. Everything's right. going to be great. It's going to be the best thing ever. I can't Brave wait. New world, and we go to this first book that you're going to be talking about. It's your book, Superman. But I will say, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little angry at points, only because the same people that I saw not liking Batman because there was really no answers to things are praising Superman, which really had no answers to things. Like, the way they do this, that we get to it with the, hey, you know, what changed? We'll talk about that later, baby. Yeah. I got so angry. And I like this issue. You'll hear. I like the issue. It just, I, I, they want to give you a little bit, and then they keep backing off. They keep backing off like the ladies were when I go on a date. They give me a little, then they back off. You're I, lucky I you got a little. Yeah, I mean little as they actually agreed to the date. That's yeah, when they start backing off. I show up at, and the backing off is backing up and slamming the door in my face. I'm like in a Better Ew. Off Dead. I show <laughs> off and they get the calculator. Okay, uh, the dinner would have been five bucks and uh, the tip, you don't look like a cheap ass. I'll say that. And then at the end, I just pay the girl and go home. Yep. That's what you get, Eric. But what book are we starting with? Superman number 20, written by Patrick Gleason and Peter J. Tomasi with art by Patrick Gleason, Mick Gray, John Cleese, and Rob Lee. In our new Reborn world, we see our, some subtle changes to our Superman comic, like the Kents getting their name back. And really, that's about it for now. Yeah, Lois tries to throw us a bone by wanting to talk about it, but Superman squashes that shit, and the rest of the issue is all about Batman trying to get to the bottom of why Superboy's powers haven't manifested completely. Boy's drinking too much milk, apparently, and when Batman goes to investigate Cobb Brandon's farm, he's attacked by whatever's in the prize-winning cow Bessie's udders, leaving our Dark Knight in the clutches of whatever Cobb Brandon is or whatever his cow Bessie is. Yeah, and this ties up uh, a couple good things and doesn't tie up the major things, but there are obviously they're going to play coy with this whole yeah, rebirth thing and what it means shit. and the weird thing about it is you were telling me beforehand about the things and they do throw some things out there you have lois calling clark hey smallville you know it's yeah. like oh great stuff but that isn't new 
these characters, the Lois, she would have, you know, they called him that before. Lois would have called him that back it, in the day. So Exactly. Back yeah. in the day, is how I see, saw that bit is that, you know, we saw the red energy of the New 52 Superman and Lois merge with the blue energy yeah. of the pre-Flashpoint Superman and Lois. And the, the New 52 were the younger versions of them that didn't have this yeah. whole connection like that. And that, in my mind, was, you know, more the New 52 younger Lois coming through. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying, though, but it's not enough for me. Uh, only because the pre-Flashpoint Super or uh, Lois Lane would have called him that as well uh, beforehand. We, you know we, what yeah, I mean? Beforehand, yes. Not at That's this what I mean. Marissa. It's like this is not anything that if if New 52 Superman wasn't in here and Lois would have said just out of the blue, hey, Smallville, you would have been like, oh, look at that. She's playful. It wouldn't have been out of character. Like there isn't a lot to show you what's going on behind the scenes and no. they don't want to tell you. They're not going to tell us anything yet because they really – I mean just Lois saying to Clark in this, hey, you know, are we going to talk about this? No, no, not now. We'll do it later. It basically is them yeah. specifically saying, listen, you, you wanted more answers. We'll, we'll deal you're, with it. Yeah, Don't worry. You're not going to get answers. We'll get to them down the line. But right now we want to get back to this issue, which this issue – you know, Batman and Damien are in it, but this issue goes back to me to really feeling a lot more like the Lois and Clark book of the end of the New 52, of the DCYOU, with the family, with them sitting. There's even a little, even when Batman shows up, it reminds me a lot of the Trinity book, the issue that we liked when Batman See, and like, Wonder Woman came. You're saying that this really just reminds me of the beginning of the Superman Rebirth series. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm telling you that the family deal in this, the dynamic was, it's just the same as when we had the New 52 with the pre-Flashpoint. I think it, it was more like that when we had them sitting around. Since Rebirth happened, everything has been busy. They've always been leaving John. Now they're going back. They're sitting down and eating with him. I mean, when this, as John had a meal with his family, it seems, without him getting yelled at for fucking 20 issues now, he really hasn't. It, it's weird that all of a sudden, because that reborn happened, Happen, it now seems that it makes them a better family when it, it's not anything that much different. You know what I mean? Lois yeah. could have had this dinner with them and, and sat with them, but I did like it. And the art is great. Maybe I it's even the art. the art that even goes. And I, I'm telling you, I love both the way uh, Lois and, and Superman look in this. I think so do I. And I love the way John I looks really, as well. really like it. Yeah, and John looks, you know, the same. But I like that younger version of uh superman and lois you know the combo version yeah. but yeah it starts off and they're they're having a meal and they're having a good time they're playing games and stuff well that's what it starts off they're playing games and you get the hustler fucking movie reference with the uh, freaking minnesota fats and it made me laugh and uh john wants to watch a movie but they're having fun they're just well, sitting there they're, they're down in the basement playing some pool because you know we saw earlier in the issue there was a, it's a day in the life kind of thing yeah. clark's working on the farm so yeah they're having to a good time uh, Fly and can't quite get it yet. Yeah. And Lois is just going on. She's checking the mailbox. Well, and you need to have the point, Kents. We have the Mr. and Mrs. Kent. I'm like, thank God, no more Smith, no more White. We can get back to Kent, mm -hmm. which I love. That's like and the best thing. Cobb Brandon comes driving past. I'm like, There's a storm coming, Mrs. Uh. Kent. You might want to get inside. And then I think to myself, I don't know what Tomasi and Gleason are playing at because they call him Mr. Cobb. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, like that's his last name, but we've seen that their last name is Brennan, like Kathy Brennan. I don't know if they're trying to say that Kathy's last name is different than Cobb's now, but I always yeah. thought up to this point it was Cobb Brandon. And it's Cobb's, yeah, it's Cobb's Diary. It is weird because you want to say Brandon Cobb. Yeah, Dairy. You want to say, you know, Brandon Cobb, but yeah, it's Cobb Brandon. It always messes me up. That's the yeah. weirdest sounding name. I just think it's like they also want to make sure – 
that uh, Cobb seems like a real fucking dick. Because he's like, hey, you know what? I'd appreciate if you sent my granddaughter home and not to tell you your business. But I'm like, boy, he's a dick. And then he ends up being what we always had assumed, that I'm he was you, Ever since them. we saw that Frankenstein issue, you know, the two issues, I think, where Frankenstein and his bride crossed over with uh, yeah. Superman here, he always had that ominous, mysterious look to him. Like, he knows yep. more that's going on than he's actually letting on. Yeah, and even then, uh, it continued on when you had that uh, Dead Man Swamp issue yeah. with Kathy and uh, John in the swamp. And you had Bessie there, and it was crazy and all that. Uh, but the thing was, at the end of that issue, you had a guy standing with glasses, and everybody was saying, oh, that's the, that's the Clark Kent. That's the Mixie Clark Kent. And there was no way, because he didn't know they lived there at that point. No. It was Cobb. We said it all along. I heard all these other podcasts talking about it and stuff like that, but I think it was definitely Cobb. He's watching them. Whether it's good or bad, I mean, by the end of this, you think it's bad, but we'll see. But yeah, they're they're sitting there. After all this, they go into the basement because there's a big storm going on, and that's why they're playing and they're shooting pool, having fun. And John's like, you know, do we have to be down here? We faced a lot more, but then they finally do go upstairs. John goes to his bed, and I liked it because he has his hoodie, his Superboy hoodie, and he's looking out the window, and he's got a He-Man, Eric. Did you see that? That is definitely. Is- it I has thought it to was be a, a He-Man. Man. Like that's what I mentioned. And I'm like, no, nah, it's probably a Commandi. No, I bet. Yeah, it might be. I guess I'm going He-Man. Because we like saw He-Man. before he had a bunch of you know characters on his shelf that were picking out stuff before. Like, yeah, that but even like that, this. he had, he has a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles poster at, at the one point. If you see it, they cut it off, but it's definitely that poster. Oh there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. He might be a He-Man fan, like a little Eric Shea. It might be. I'm saying huh? he has the He-Man property. Why yeah. not? It's just they, they don't have the him. turtles. Am, They're just throwing it out there. I immediately saw it as a He-Man figure. I'm like, no, it's probably a Kamandi because it's not yeah. that cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, now that you say it, it might be Kamandi, but I think it's He-Man. It'd be funny if the one of the uh, arms was ripped off by Skeletor. But yeah, That's- he's uh, uh, you know, they tell him lights out, and he's looking out. There's lightning, and he sees it. And it's funny because he goes, not again, because you see, you know, you know see, Batman. Yeah, you, you want to say, you see the silhouette of Superman yeah. walking out the front door, and it's a real callback to the er, the first arc of the Superman Reborn yeah, series yeah. where, you know, Batman and Wonder Woman showed up, and we had the silhouette of Superman going through the door. Yeah. And John was scared out of his fucking mind because he had no idea what's going on. But now that he's, you know, been Superboy for a while, he's, you know, his yeah. powers are manifesting. And not even just not, – not even just – Superboy, but he's with Damien and Super Sons. Like they're oh, exactly. going around and stuff like this. So, and he has been around Batman a lot and, and things like that. It's awesome. And but when I he love says that. Not smile. again. It's, it's almost like, you know, he is, you know, at fear, but then he looks at a Superboy hoodie and says, Not again with a smirk. And then yeah, he's got a up smirk. and goes outside to meet and, with his and father. And I'd even like to think, like, he's hoping Damien is there as well. And yeah, Superman opens up the barn. What are Batman and Damien doing? They're hiding. They're hiding in the barn. Like, to, like really? They, what are they doing? I, well, I'm telling honestly, you, he's, he's there. Probably, Batman, in my mind, is probably looking for some kind of environmental problem that's stopping Damien it's from It's weird, though, because power. they are hiding. They're just hiding in the corner, though. They come in, and when they put the. They're standing on top of, like, hay barrel. It looks like they're hiding. It's so weird. Uh, and also, you know, Bat- Batman would know that Superman would hear him. So I, I, I'm getting that he's there to talk to him. But but and he's there in full, you know, cape and cowl, which is odd anyway. He could come as Bruce, I guess. But yeah. they're hiding in the corner, and then Lois shows up because they're like, "Hey, what's this all about?" And it is still a very standoffish 
Superman-Batman type relationship going on here because you have Batman like, I'm here to talk, Clark, and I'm here to listen. And it, it's not very friendly. And then Lois Lois shines the light on him. And it's it's almost the Batman number six homage, yeah. that cover. It's pretty funny. But even really Batman's good. like, ah. Like what is he's a creature he of the night. Like what is he doing? And then she's just like, Listen, this is a Gotham. Get the fuck inside, you fucking moron. <laughs> I just—it's almost like she comes out and she's like, "Listen, you fucking guys with your goddamn nonsense, just get inside and talk. If you want to talk, you don't sit out in the barn hiding." And I'm uh, telling you, that's the funniest bit to me because then they do go inside and they're just sitting at the table as yeah. Batman, Superboy, Superman, and uh, yeah. friggin' Robin. Yeah, they're like, just there. This just seems odd. Yeah, and I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't know because we didn't really get a ton of Lois, the new 52 Lois personal life. You know what I mean? We we didn't get a ton of it mainly because her and Superman weren't a couple. So all the time, uh, the new 52 Lois was really, if there was a lot of people upset, she was kind of a bitch. She stole stories from Clark constantly. She was the one who, you know, gave up his identity, but she did that to help him. And, in you know, the besides true that, story. you know, we also got to see her all infected with Brainiac and got a 12th yeah, level. Yeah, intellect. I'm saying, though, something must have been there that she she seems like a better mother already. The new 52-infused well, uh, Lois is a better mother by far. That's uh, the uh, thing, too. You got It's weird because, you know, like, uh, what's the, like, when Batman's trying to figure out, like, why Superboy's powers haven't been manifested, like, uh, what's he been eating? And then Damien yeah. chimes in, mostly junk food. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and it's right, funny because then Lois tries to, like, no, 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 we got a lot of organic stuff. But I, I will, I'd like to point out, too. She's pretty hot now. She she has hotted herself up in this. I thought she was hot before. I know. I'm telling you, when she's pouring that coffee for Batman, Jesus Christ. Uh, But yeah, that's the big line of the weekend. Look, Superman has the craziest look looking over Batman. (laughs) Batman is pissed. And to me, it's not even because John says, hey, doesn't doesn't your dad like Apple? And then Damien's like, Batman doesn't eat pie. And I'd love to say he doesn't, but I'd love to see that he was slamming the table when he said it. But I think that it's not even that. Batman, I think, is so taken aback by what you said. You have Superman. They're sitting at a table. <laughs> it's, such a it's so crazy. And I think Batman is fucking embarrassed to even be sitting there. And Batman, everybody else. Batman himself does not sit at a fucking kitchen no. table. And have yeah, that's what I'm pie. saying. It, it's way beyond just pie. But it's also a cool thing to, to go more into it of a there's the difference between a Clark and a Bruce. Bruce is a fancy man. He likes the lobster Thermidor. Here is apple pie, which uh, obviously it's as American as apple pie pie that's what yeah. they're eating he don't eat no pie and yeah. it, it made me laugh I, he's I a wish cherry it, guy yeah and then that's when john's whispering and he almost mentions amazo yeah. and it's a pretty cool tie to the super sons book if you're reading the super sons book you're like okay this ties really well in and it also then damien just fucking shoves that pie right in john's face and lois so kind of knows what's going on and again yeah, i may not have super hearing but i got eyes in the back of my head and again boys. there she is she's a good mother she's funny she's kind of you know keeping track of things she she's might be sexy she is turning it around eric she's turning it around but yeah uh batman's yeah, she's there not that good because she lets john just drink freaking milk right out of the goddamn container yeah, like a savage it's all for him that's what my kids do what do you think i want to fucking do savage. dishes 
<laughs> fuck that. That's what he's doing there is what got me kicked out of my grandparents' house in England. I just yeah. grabbed that fucking thing. And I, anytime, I'm telling you, I can't help it. If I find milk in a glass bottle like that, like a delivered milk like that, yeah. I have to drink it out of the bottle. That is a, and I have to get it really cold too. But that's just, that's just milk, milk in general. Yeah, it is. Uh, but Batman wants to know listen, since we scanned John. Uh, what's going on? Any new powers? Nope. And John's, he's the cutest guy. And yeah. this is confusing Batman because he says these tests that he's run. Now, it's a little hocus pocus, you know, of him saying, listen, he's human and Kryptonian. He should be more powerful than you. Right. He should have these powers. And the reason why Batman's there is not to, hey, uh, Clark, you know, your son, this. Or, he's afraid that he's a threat. To the exactly, world. I'm telling you, because at this point, it already seems like Batman believes that Superboy should be more powerful than Superman, mm -hmm. but for some reason, something is stunting his, you know, power development, yeah. and he cannot understand it, because, you know, we need to figure this shit out, because if he becomes this powerhouse that I suspect he will be, yeah. we better keep a fucking eye on your goddamn yeah. boy. Yeah, and especially, and I think that by now, he knows John's a good boy, but he's still a 10-year-old who would be the most powerful person yeah. on the planet, and I, he's not going to go with that. And I'd like to think that while this is going on, Damien is stewing because that just makes it worse because the whole thing about him being taller than Damien right. is bad enough. But to hear this or Damien's thinking because even at one point, Damien's all happy. Like maybe Damien thinks, boy, I can use him now. Oh, yeah. Because Damien is just crazy. Him. He can manipulate the shit out of him and do yeah. whatever he wants. And uh, Tomasi is really pushing in this issue that John just loves that Cobb's dairy milk. Because he is going to town on it, and that's where they center on then. Hey, is he eating something? Oh, Damien says, oh, he eats a lot of junk food. And like, no, no. And the, another callback to Super Sons, like you said, because at the one point, Damien slipped away to buy candy and came back <laughs> eating it. And uh, so there's Batman. He's a grown and, boy. He needs yeah, his yeah, cake he and is. junk and stuff. Yeah. And da uh, Batman now wants to know, tell me about this dairy farmer. And like I said, since we have met the guy... Uh, we've been a little wary of him, but after that Frankenstein, when he actually was staring at Superman and Lois going away, Superman flying away and whatnot, he seemed just pure evil. He really did. I don't know that he is still. Uh, because and Batman now, goes, I don't know about pure evil. He definitely seemed ominous just because, uh, you know. He looked like pure him, evil to me. Him staring out like that. You knew that he knew more than it was letting on. I'm just you know, telling like, you, just a guy staring like that, that old guy, I don't trust him. Anybody fucking, staring out no, a window. No, anybody who wears evil. overalls, Eric, and stares like that, you keep away from them. <laughs> overalls are evil. Uh, they're the Tell evil the attire. Yeah, really. <laughs> they wear them backwards. Uh, so Batman goes. That, that, that's, that, that crosses out the evil. That makes it good when you wear it that's backwards. That's right. You wear it backwards. That is. That's the opposite of evil. Now you're good. Now you're heavenly. But yeah, uh, you have Batman checking out the Cobb's Dairy, and he goes, and it's Bessie. And we've had Bessie, and even when Bessie was in that crazy fucking, dead you man know, swamp issue, the Dead Man Swamp issue. But again, does this lead into the whole thing? I mean, that that was a batshit crazy issue. I'm um, telling you, I but could something's not tell going you what on with that goddamn cow. Kathy, because, you know, we saw Kathy and uh, John go into Dead Man Swamp, which uh, Kathy's grandfather, Cobb, told her never to go yeah, into. never to go in. Because it's dangerous. And when they went in, they started seeing the craziest goddamn shit. You could like gigantic yeah. animals, houses coming to life. Yeah, and I think that this ties into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I think obviously I couldn't this tell you what was happening with that issue. But Batman tries to check the milk. He's milking a cow. Freaking Batman can do anything. I sure don't can. know that I'd be able to milk a cow. I really don't. I've seen the motion and I've seen things and, and whatnot. But yeah, he gets the the milk. I perfected that motion. Yes. Yeah. Really. He gets the milk and he's testing it, and then it's just this black ooze, and it just kind of overtakes it. It's it almost like the life. symbiote. Exactly. It, it, it comes to life like the yeah. venom symbiote and wraps around him, yeah. fucking you know, cr- uh, creating tendrils around him and shit, subduing him. Like, yeah. God. Damn it, I don't want to drink any more milk. And then it seems like it's Cobb who shows up. It's funny that they won't show you Cobb. You know what right. I mean? Because you would think that who else would it be? But he comes in, he's like, hey, did we catch another troublemaker? Yeah, don't worry yourself, Bessie. We'll put him with the others. He won't hurt others. anybody anymore. What others? And then he's like, who? Batman's like, I know. That's what I'm saying. Who else disappeared? And that's fucked up. But it ends there. It's a very, very quick read. Now, uh, one thing that if you are going into this hoping that you're going to get more reborn answers. Which than what I this, was. I didn't yeah. expect much, but I was thinking that we might get something in this whole yeah. new reborn world. Some kind of answers to that whole freaking thing. Yeah, you something know, like Wonder Woman showing ambiguous. up here. Yeah. yeah, but something. But you don't, you don't really get anything and, and in no. fact like we said superman basically says listen and he's saying it to lois he's saying it to us as well listen back off you know that's not gonna you know you're not gonna get it here we're gonna continue on with the story you're gonna learn well, some hold things on, don't later worry. We'll, we'll give you a little bit yeah of we'll get it there. Look, and you do get little taste on the mailbox Are you, you see the kids on the mailbox you see them younger i mean you see these new versions of them it's great like you said and then they want to make sure to me that they put that smallville which like i said that is a lowish trope no matter what but yeah. that to me is like, okay, you're also going to get the classic and you're going to get all that as well. Uh, but yeah, I like it. I love the interaction of the family. I said, I really did think, I know you said you didn't think so, but I thought it was more of the family life that we got in the Lois and Clark book in the DCYOU because they're sitting, they're having fun together. They haven't done that because they've been too busy. I like that. The, the one thing though that I really hated the most is that if Cobb, Brandon is the bad guy. If he really is bad, it kills me because I love Kathy and I want to see more of Kathy with John. I think they are great together. That's the thing. I don't think they're going to take Kathy away from. Him. That's the only thing that makes me think they're so like you know Cobb is somehow going to be redeemed and not the person I you know, who so. is That's behind what the whole I hope. thing. That's the reason like, he's why he's the big I don't red think... herring there. Like yeah, I, I actually think like he's Cobb. there protecting them. He's yeah. been there to protect them. Some this you know, is what I he... pray. Even if that was the case where he is, you know, like behind this thing somehow, whatever's going on, you could even spin it to the point where he is giving them this milk because he knows that John could be yeah. this threat and wants to make sure that never yeah, happens. And so, it, like it in his own a, way, he's the hero of his own yeah, story. Yeah, it could be as crazy as that almost like a lacall that yeah. he is on Earth. He, maybe he's an alien. He's on Earth to well, that kind of shit watch over, over John. I can say he's an alien. Yeah, what's that? With that kind of shit coming out of Bessie, I can't That's what I'm saying. Or maybe he's a dark cat. Whatever it might be. All of a sudden, that's Constantine. Uh, but yeah, it, it could be that he is there to protect everyone, and you know, and then they kind of work it out. Maybe Batman's going to be. Maybe this leads to Batman. Like, okay, we're going to come up with the serum, so you don't fully have your powers until you're ready. Whatever it might be. I like Batman involved with that. Uh, I kind of like Batman being a, a grump. Even like oh, yeah. it's, it's at a one fun point, darkness to the brightness of yeah, the rest of the book. Yeah, and that's a, one of the points where even Superman says, "Listen, you know, sometimes the world needs 
the brightness. And I really did like that. And also, he's throwing shade at Batman about his superpower. Well, well, what did he say? Like, not overreacting, but it was like, you know, being a pessimist type deal. Yeah. And I did like that. Uh, but yeah, I love the art. I love the story. Uh, I love John and Damien and anything. And this is cool having them as well. And just uh, the, the, the freaking Kents and the Waynes hanging yeah. out. I love that no matter what. Yeah, I do too. And Lois being in there as well just makes it even better. Uh, but yeah, uh, what did you give it? Well, the thing is, I gave an eight, uh, eight out of ten uh, okay. because I love the art in this issue. And where I was going into this book, you know, really just wanting to get those answers to Reborn. I, the, the whole, like, you know, the quaintness and the freaking, like, just the lovableness of the family, yeah. how much I love seeing this family down there, it won me over. They did not need to it give me, me answers well. at this point. I'm like, okay, I'll play your game, Tomasi and Gleason. You, you are doing enough for me right now to keep me happy. Fucking string me yeah. along all you want as long as you keep giving me good shit like this. So I gave it an 8 out of 10. Well, and here's what we had said. It kind of reminds me what you just said. Reminds me of what we said when we got Rebirth started, where we had a lot of uh, writers. They were hinting around that stuff yeah. from the New 52, and we we're going to... I, we actually like them spelling it out. Uh, you could be vague about it, but spell, I do like that they, they took their time to say, listen, guys, I know that you're here for this. Enjoy this issue for what it is, the family <laughs> dynamic. You have Batman. It's funny. He don't like pie. Eh? But you're also, listen, we are aware that you want answers. We're not going to be dicks. We're not going to fucking pretend that you didn't come here for answers. Yeah. You will get them. We promise. You'll get them down the line uh, to the point where Clark's saying it to the woman he loves the most. So if, if Lois can stop and wait, so can we. Exactly. Uh, that's where it's the difference between Batman uh, this week is the issue of Batman. A lot of people didn't like. I didn't mind it. But a lot of people didn't like it because the answers are just completely you know, washed away. They didn't even hint to you. That right. there were answers, or you would get them down the line, or whatnot. But so I, I liked it. But I, I'm going to go as well as you. Eight out of ten. If we would have gotten two answers of something, I don't even know what answers I want. Exactly. You, you know, know what like, I mean? What are you expecting here? I don't it's know. It's funny I like... too. Where I would have thought the answers were coming from is Batman and John, or Batman and Damien are in there. There's what the answers that I want. I want to know what other people. Exactly. Are reacting what, what, to what are this. they reacting with the differences that we like, have? Now, I don't like, know. You know? Uh, are were they playing with that as well? That Batman and Damien show up and want to talk to Clark, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, fucking Batman just woke up and remembered shit that he didn't remember." Like, what's going on? Is he? Ta- is this what it's going to be about? It ends up being about John yep. right after you know the whole. Hey, we'll talk about this later to Lois. So I, I think they were playing around with it as well. But yeah, if Batman would have come, listen, I I just remembered this of you and this and that. But they're going to play coy with it. We're going to have to. Uh, and it might just be one of those things where it's not something you just like wake up and remember. Yeah, and that's like, what I mean. Oh my that's God, what. I think that it is just yeah. always was to them. And yeah, it's not and a big I think deal. that that's what they have to wait to tell us first before we can really dive into crazy ass shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That we we don't even know the rules of what's going on yet, and obviously they're going to wait to tell us the rules, which may be in the button story. This button story does seem like you had Reverse Flash going off to you know to find the son of Thomas Wayne. I, if that's the case, then I think we're going to find out. Who remembers what and why and how? And then after that, we'll deal with it in each book. And then maybe in Superman, Lois and Clark can talk to each other about what this all means. Uh, But they're going to take it slow, Eric. But we're going to go on to the next book. 
which is mine. Eric, Green Arrow, number 20. Green Arrow, number 20, written by Ben Percy, art by Eleonora Carlini, Mirka Andolfo, Eric Prianto, and Nate Picos. Picos. The Picos. The return of Roy Harper comes to a close, and for some reason, Ben Percy acts like his story is going to turn into a pumpkin at midnight and hightails it to a quick finish. We find out that Roy is not... Uh, is only partially responsible for Big Bo's death and possibly get an ending to the conflict on the res. But I'm not really sure there is little payoff here for such a long setup. And while the art was good at times, this issue left me down in the dumps, Eric. I'm back on the res. Back on the res, Eric. Yeah, I, I yeah, have not. T- what's that? This is a weird like way. I'm telling you, because I really felt like we had two more issues going into you know? this, and it really just jumped yeah. to a conclusion. Pulling yeah. that fucking Count Vertigo back out of nowhere, yeah. like I did not. I thought that was just something to see. You know, Roy's I, days as Speedy, I, not I, something that would have a wrap around. Even the whole thing is, I read this, I reviewed it, and then I got ready tonight, and I'm thinking, I think Eric's going to demand that there has to be another issue. So yeah. I went and I looked at the the solicits. Nope. It is not. They're not getting back to the story at all. And if they do, it's five issues down the line. And there is not something went. Something happened. I, I can only say because you even have at a point Black Canary shows up in this issue and then disappears. Yeah. Like she's there and then she's gone. Like her part was taken out. Like shit, this should have been two issues. You, you don't even get, and we'll get into it, but you don't even get a re- resolution with Roy and his Indian brother. Like no, you no, don't even bird is just omitted completely out of yeah, this issue. You don't even get this whole thing of him saying like, "Hey, I'm sorry," or hey, you know what I found. It wasn't me. It was yeah. the sheriff. Come but it was my fault. Kind of still, I'll have, yeah, I'll have to bear. And the whole thing with you just end up with the sheriff. The sheriff is the key to everything in the present and some of the past. The minute that Roy has him by the neck, it seems like everything's done. Yeah. And and even the point where you have. Oliver, who now has a connection between Broderick being a piece of shit with these wild dog militia, doesn't do anything with it. Says, oh, this will be good. Bird can take care of that. You know, down the line, he can have that shit. And then he just goes off. And, and I'm telling just- you, even the resolution we get, which I, it kind of has to make sense. I don't know how things work out in the corporate world, but. You know, in the end, when we find out, you know, like the, they can go back to protesting, the freaking oil pipeline will probably still be built. But well, at least that's we have the worst protection. part. Like, well, what? That's the what worst are we part. Doing this for? The worst part is when Oliver says near the end, "Listen, this will give Bird some pro- some fuel for the fire for the protest." But you know what? It's probably still going to be built. But at least he can, you know, go to proper channels. Why? <sighs> really? That's how. We- Nothing gets resolved here nope. except that you get Roy. And Roy remembering Oliver. something out of nowhere. Yeah, and Roy and Oliver kind of, uh, kind of friends, casual Kinda, friends yeah. again, maybe starting to rebuild the thing. But this is such a disappointment of a finale. Again, we have a couple finales this week. We have Batman. We have this. Uh, and this is by far, I like. I've never read an issue. I think that had so many loose ends tied up so poorly, and it just left me with like, I, I really do think I might have. Uh, scored it a little too high, but I did like the Eleanor Carlini art, which is the present day art. The uh, the flashback art, I think, kind of got a little wonky at times. There were times that it did look good, but sometimes thing is, it, it the didn't. only thing I didn't like about the flashback art was Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah, everything he, else he just I thought didn't looked look really right. good. I don't know. I didn't even like Roy. Yeah. I didn't he like had, the he had kind of a cartoon kind of look to yeah. him. I just like the younger version of him. Like I don't know why he'd still be wearing the domino mask while shooting heroin, but I'll go with it. I like to dress up when I do stuff mask. sometimes. It's not so heroin, crazy. But. 
Uh, but yeah, even the the flashback stuff with Big Bo looked okay. It's kind of weird. There's we'll get right into it. It yeah, yeah. starts off if I can go. I'm paging through, looking at this art and fucking shaking my head. And then I see Black Canary. Where did you go, Black Canary? Because she just shows up to do her canary cry. Fucking takes her check and goes the fuck home. She gets paid by the cry, Eric, yeah. and then goes home. Uh, but yeah, it starts off on the res now. And you have the whole thing about. I want to know know, what happened to that goddamn, like the construction crew in the previous issue where we left on the cliffhanger because all of a sudden, Green Arrow and freaking Roy are just driving the fucking. Like, did they take out. It's weird, too, because the guys at the very beginning, they're tied up. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of them. Looks like they're tied up. How did Roy and and who else is driving? I, I'm saying maybe we have the at other least Indians. Four but, freaking you know yes, trucks driving away. Five, heavy equipment. There's five heavy equipment yeah, trucks going. The, these guys have been subdued. They look angry, but they don't look like they fought back. But yeah, everything's going, and you have Roy and Green Arrow. And I will say right away. This dialogue between them at the beginning is probably what helped this or saved this issue when I reviewed it because I really did like it. I like that back and forth. They're still oh, yeah. pissed Roy's off. Roy's quips are great. Yeah, and Roy's still pissed off, and it's funny because Oliver is awful. He has, can I call you Schwishka Roy? I'm like, you are terrible. You are not a trash talker. But yeah, Roy's are great. If I poke you with an arrow, can I call you a Shishka Roy? I'm like, yeah. no, no, he, his was no. better. His is no, way better. That's awful. Well, then you go and you get the sheriff. Who the sheriff, Ben Percy is writing the sheriff like he was writing everybody in his re- or New 52 run. If you are bad, you are 100% bad to the point where it gets goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. This guy is so... like. Ben Percy had the problem, and he didn't do this at the beginning of Rebirth. And we had said, we hope that it was him writing it. Maybe it was a little guidance from somebody named Jeff Johns, maybe somebody else. Maybe. But he was good at making the bad guys more of a gray area thing. I mean, the, the Ninth Circle were fucking completely awful. They're monsters. But it's still, yeah. they were cartoony, and they were comic book. You're getting back into the awful well, white people. Well, that's the thing is, you say it's cartoony. That's the way I see these, like, well, the, the cartoony, the but is, cartoony is ridiculous. Exactly. I'm telling you, you're taking a cartoony element, like you're making it very cartoony while dealing with, you know, an actual issue but that the, you're trying yeah, to say well, is here's wrong, the but thing, you're making though, like it so said, over the top, it's ridiculous. What I'm saying is, you know, you have Batman. Batman is fighting, uh, say he has a story and he's fighting Killer Croc, right. and the story that... Eric Shea, the the new writer on Batman, is writing is that he wants people to to realize that Waylon is still a man underneath that that fucking persona of Killer Croc. Underneath those scales, he's still a man, Eric, and he's gonna and and you do this in a way that's gonna come. This is not like a comic book. You, You don't have Batman anymore fighting the racist sheriff. You know what I mean? See, and just because the way, the way Arrow, I would go over the top with my Killer Croc story is I would try to be not just a man, a black man. So I'd just go over well, the yeah. top of the jive. Well, you talk could. Like, you could go make, way over the top. Because but, I'd make it cartoony if I was a writer yes, like Ben Percy still, doing these characters. Make it like this just – it's just awful. I mean I sit here. I go to work with you every day and we have people that act like I'm this. Sorry. I don't need it in my goddamn fucking – you know, the comics. And to, he's almost – Acting again, and we said this before in the New 52, he's acting as if we're all retarded, that we don't get the idea that sheriff's white bad. We are terrible. Yeah, I understand he's bad. You don't have to keep fucking throwing him in my face, uh, you know, over and over <laughs> that, with a sledgehammer. I think the line that really solidified how over the top it was is when the sheriff is subdued at the end and says, you go anywhere, you look around, there's a yeah. new reservation popping up. I'm like, reservation pop? I don't think I've ever seen yeah, a reservation and, and, anywhere. And to me, this is just me. 
the reservations are popping up because these people's land has been taken from them. He even says, they're taking our stuff. No, no, no. no. We took it from them, you piece of shit. But it's so over the top. And here he starts and he calls Broderick. Hey, Broderick, you know, Mr. Broderick, uh, everything's back on track. Yeah, we want some more money. Okay, we get it. And the thing that this, to me, meant was old sheriff he's about to die he's about to die exactly i thought broderick was gonna hang that up and call somebody else he does not uh which is odd this whole scene here i don't know why it's (laughs) It's there useless i don't know why again what was this something that was gonna pay off later because he's sitting there we want more money oh you want more money Uh, i don't like to hear butts and the broderick says him he's like listen you're gonna get trillions on that black artery I'm like, when did this goddamn shitty dialogue come back to it? Everything is coming back. <laughs> it's fucking Jethro. Hey, <laughs> fucking Jed Clampett. He's loading up. Come on. Come on, Granny. Get that truck. We're going down. Fucking, we're going to go swim. Get, get your swimsuit on. We're going to go to that cement pond. Woo-wee. Like, Jesus Christ. It, it's so over the top. But, yeah, he's like, do you hear something? He's talking to Broderick. He's like, hey, you know what? We got this protest going down. You're going to pay us more money. Do you hear something? And in comes Black Canary. Kick ass. Looks awesome. She comes in on the motorcycle and yells the, the canary cry. And then that's the cue. Arsenal and, and Oliver, hey, let's go. Roy and, and Ollie jump up. That's their thing. Hey, all we wanted was a peaceful protest. And then... Canary's like, we're here to reclaim the right to make noise. And does the cry. Like, really? And really? Then and, and she then, disappears, and then yeah. everybody else who must have been driving this freaking yes. heavy equipment, they 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 disappear because we never see who the hell is actually yeah. driving these things. Did Roy set up some goddamn AI to drive itself? Yeah. I don't know. The because wild we dogs never pretty deal much with this part disappear. Again. Everybody disappears except the sheriff, Roy, and Oliver. Uh, because, yeah, at, at, there's no time later where you're like, oh, no, those fucking wild dogs, they're up to no good still. No, it's just the sheriff running around. But, yeah, Canary just disappears. But then you go back in time and you see the you know my ward a junkie yeah and me i don't know you you get an explanation to have that my you know that whole connection to my ward a junkie which we don't get the line obviously because you you know 2017 yeah but that the way the reason they the way they make the connection is they have to put roy in his costume while he's shooting a parent that's the only reason he has to be in costume you have to make that connection like it's ridiculous it's so crazy it's just ridiculous and he's like I like I like when he's like, I have no interest in getting cranked up. I want to slow down, melt, go radio silent, robo, molly, huff, bud, oxy, but especially H, Eric. Like, who talks like especially that? Especially H. That might be that might be stage 72 of the gonorrhea talking like that, Eric. But yeah, you start throwing slang words for drugs again, around like it's too, nobody's then, business. You have Oliver, and the, the whole thing to me, like, I would hope that, and, and actually, I'm, I can't lie. I did not really read that first time that this happened back right. in the day. Uh, I don't know how Ollie actually reacted then. Did oh, he... Ollie fucking threw him out on his goddamn ass yes. and then freaking uh, Green, it, Green, Green, Lantern, thing... Green Lantern went and took him to Black yeah. Canary to freaking, you know, actually, like go through the I withdrawals. Know, I know this is the continuity, so you have to have it, but it would have been nice to see something a little different. And Because Oliver, again, is just – He's just fucking awful. He's not even just like, listen, I can't deal with this stuff, whatever. He's, you are a mistake. He just, he's fucking awful. But I guess if that goes with the continuity, but he goes off. And that's when Count Vertigo just shows up and he has this new thing. Oh, oh he's, look, he's I'm going to touch you. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, he just shows up. 
He just shows up and he touches them and he's like, I'm going to give you my vertigo drug and it's going to make, make you good. Dizzy and yeah, it's going to make like, you dizzy. I don't want to be dizzy. That sounds terrible. No, I'm waiting for him to throw up. And he's yeah. like, you know, Green Arrow doesn't appreciate you, but I do, Speedy. And there's where like, don't stop. Like, I don't know what he's doing there. Uh, <laughs> but then you, you go back to the res again and it's just it's just fighting. They're yep. not they're fighting and the sheriff takes off. Roy is chasing the sheriff. As he's thinking back, of freaking big bow training him how to use a bow. He's thinking back at the bow and the whole bow, and it's the worst. The dialogue, you're like, I want to like this big bow. All of a sudden, it's big bow. I didn't even remember his name being mentioned before. I I might be. I was thinking about this too earlier when I was reading this because back in the like the original continuity, you know, Roy was raised on the res by Brave Bow. Do you think they changed the big bow to be more PC than Brave Bow, the medicine man? Probably. I bet you. I bet you they did. They didn't want him doing medicine man. But it's so weird. Because his goddamn uh, fucking dialogue, and, uh, that's just the shot. You might have to piss, might have the bills to pay, you might have failed a class or fought with a friend or kissed a girl. I'm like, do you have to throw the piss? And yeah. I, I know that, the, you know, it's supposed to be like Sometimes gritty or whatever. But, you know, you, you have to, you fire true when you're unthinking. Where does that tie into what he's doing now. because then you don't think you just hit the accelerator and slam yeah. your jeep in the back now, of a police you car tell me. the sheriff through his yeah. windshield here's the thing i'm thinking me and you are driving right we're racing uh-huh. home okay you you hit me from behind yep that would not throw me through the windshield no it would not that not would push all. me more forward it's not unless he slams on the brakes like a fucking idiot he is not going through the windshield at a no. point where it looks like he is getting propelled by goddamn rocket boots out just, of this windshield. You don't realize he just hit one of those, you know, invisible rocks that's on the reservation. Yeah, you don't know about the res. Big, invisible yeah, rocks. That, that's really – that's why he's so pissed off, those invisible rocks Nobody that they keep him. putting on the rest. It's the most ridiculous thing, but like I'm saying, yeah, he is – you get this flashback that looks like it is the most important thing. In his life, one of the the five most important things was when he learned how to shoot this bow and how he did it, and all it leads to him is fucking slamming the sheriff in the back of the car. It doesn't make any sense to me. Then you go off, you go off, and you have Count Vertigo, and he's telling him about. You ever hear Tower Kill Speedy? That's where the birds die because they're colliding in the cell towers. Then they fly around them because they can't get their fucking shit gone. Their migratory cues are. This is where Ben Percy decides that he wants to make a stand against people on their cell phones all the time. That's all it is. And And the thing is, like. The thing is, this whole plan of his is, you know, getting the vertigo signal out there. So people are constantly on their phones. I'm like, yeah. So you stop the signal at the end. What difference have you made? Because people none. are still going to be on their goddamn phones. Yeah, like automatically, none. Oh, I guess I got to put my device down now. I'm like, no, yeah. no, you didn't change no. shit there. Yeah, it's not like the people are like, man, you know what? This fucking phone made me sick. I'm going to put it down and go and jog or something. No, no, they're all there. No, they just have I just it. I don't understand the point he's trying to make. And I don't this. even understand. You have Roy who looks like he's under, you know, he's under the influence, which makes him dizzy and not going. And then at one point, it looks like he's running the server room. No, yeah, he's brainwashed at this one point, it seems like. For out What's of nowhere, for no, he, This seems like he's brainwashed, yeah, you know, instead I, of being vacant weird. and dizzy. Yeah, it's no longer like Dizzy. It, he is in the server room, you know, working the fucking tech there in the point where I don't even know what's going on. I don't. It's just this Count Vertigo stuff seemed like it was cool just as a flashback to throw him out there. And you yeah. had where uh, you had Roy say to Oliver, listen, and he says it again here uh, later on with, listen, he's not a metahuman. It's all tech or whatever. And it was really cool that that's Roy's thing. He's a tech guy. He understands 
understood that. He was smarter than Oliver at this point. Oliver was more naive at that point than Roy. I really, really like that. This Count Vertigo thing goes nowhere. It goes nowhere at all. Even at the end, it, it's almost fucking Oliver's pissed at the arrows. It just, I don't even understand. Yeah, even getting mad at the trick arrows that like yeah. Roy somehow breaks through his fucking brainwash while he's still doing the surface. Like, hit Count Vertigo with this electric arrow I made for you. And he pulls it out. I was like, yeah. stupid trick arrows. I'm like, what? I don't understand. What are you, what are you mad at here? You're you know fucking, what else is funny to me? They have it where Oliver shows up and he's getting attacked by Count Vertigo. Count Vertigo looks like he's two feet away at one point. Then yep. he's above him. And that's when Oliver's like, listen, Speedy, you got to break out of it. You're under a spell. He's, I told you it's not a spell. He's not a metahuman. You got to get the electric arrow. Fry his brain. And out of nowhere, all shit is going to, you know, all hell's breaking loose. And he looks at the arrow and says, stupid freaking trick arrows. I'm like, you better fucking do something, buddy. Seriously. You were getting attacked here. And then he does it and fries him, like you said. Everybody wakes up, goes right back on their cell phones. In the meantime, uh, you have the flashback where Roy, and this is where, when Roy knocks the goddamn sheriff through the windshield, the yeah. guy gets up and Roy goes over and he's yelling stuff. You know, oh, you kale-eating motherfucker. You know, all you guys with your NPR and you're listening to the things. And then starts yelling about shit about, you know, the Indians are getting in the way of jobs. They're fighting Queen Industry. You know, shit like that. Roy hears his voice, and it brings him back. And it, it's it, this might as well be a dream sequence. You might as well have Mixie show up because all of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of all these ah, issues God of this it. fucking whole arc, he goes – it was some combination of his rough throated voice, the angle of the dying sun, the location itself. But I remembered, I finally remembered what I had locked in the dark closet at the back of my brain. She and, stole and we the find night. out that yeah, we find out that he robbed the liquor store and he had gotten into trouble before, but it was always the res police. Yeah, the, you know, this was outside the res. This the was outside the red. The sheriff came wanting to take Roy away. Completely should. You totally know, legit. yes, I'm telling you, I'm like, yes, Roy yeah. should be taken away. And the, the Big problem Bo's is, though, to stop him and yeah. they get into a tussle and the sheriff stabs Big Bo in the neck with a fucking arrow. Yeah. I'm like, yes, things have gotten out of hand. And then he gets I, he just knocks out freaking Roy. And he leaves. knocks out Roy. And this is where I start laughing because he's like uh, the sheriff killed him for it because, you know, Big Bo was stand up for him, said to the sheriff, listen, he's got enough strikes against him listen i'll take care of it i'll make him a better you know you get the whole idea he yeah. was going to try to make him a better guy i was trying with, to fucking work this kid yeah. into a goddamn he, decent he, person yeah and so the sheriff fought but again you have this thing where roy's completely wrong he's in the wrong and he yeah. doesn't say later that he does take the blame but because ben percy has set up this goddamn sheriff to be nothing but pure fucking racist evil that's all you're gonna go with yeah. you know what i mean so you're supposed to be like all oh, that piece of shit the the thing that made me laugh though is when he knocks out roy and then says and the sheriff left us like that but later they but try to explain that he, he threw, threw him down in the ravine. ravine. I'm like, yeah, what? He didn't leave him like that. How can you get that fucked up from later on in what we've already seen? Because later on, Roy even says, when he's throwing the, the medallion thing that he had from Big Bo down, yeah. which makes no sense to me either. But he's no, like, it's this like, it's is like where... freaking Rose at the end of Titanic throwing yeah. that goddamn gem yeah. in the water. It doesn't stupid, make any goddamn though. sense. Why didn't he give that to Bird? 
Yeah, seriously. Bird's there. Bird would Go over that. and say, listen, you know what? I remembered this. I was partly to blame. You know when you said that I was to blame, uh, you know, but I want to do something. Hey, let's talk about this. I want to be a better man, and I want to prove to you that I'm a better person now. Please let me do this. You get nothing because nope. he is about to kill the sheriff. And that's when Roy, uh, yeah, Oliver says, listen, stop. He has Habitat. the key. Yeah, stop, Habitat. He's got the key to linking the sheriff, the wild, wild dog crew, dogs, all that stuff and to Broderick. This is what we can give the bird, and Bird can use that to up the protest, kind of go to the authorities. But then spells out probably won't stop the the you know the line anyway. No, nope. uh, it's just weird. I, I don't even know. I don't know laws and things. To me, Literally. I don't even know if there would have been some sort of settlement to the res to put this through the res. Like maybe they'll get some money from it. I, I don't think they can just build on the res. I really don't. But this the sheriff, you know, even then, like before, he he went on and on about everywhere you go, there's a, a casino and things like that. I'm like, this is so over the top. And and to yeah. me, it's it, – I hate to date the racism, Eric, but this racism is so like 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, you know, that's just – you know, that's – people have accepted this by you now. You say that. I don't know anybody who really says anything against Indians in general at oh, all. I, I'm know? telling you, once they started the casinos, there was a lot of pieces of shit. Oh, you know, I'm going to do this because, uh, you know, I'm going to get a casino and I, I want this. You know, but I haven't heard it in a long, no. long time. Uh, it's just weird. I know it ties into Roy's uh, background and all that, but yeah, then he's saying but it. it doesn't where, make any damn where's sense Bird? For dealt with? Yeah, where's Bird? Yeah, where is the resolution? Where is the payoff for everything we got? Because he, Roy says, and, and at one point even Oliver says, when he's going to kill that sheriff, you're not a killer. You're not that person. Don't do it. You'll never forgive yourself. He's like, okay. And that's when Roy takes off this medallion that he's been wearing. That bird got mad that he was wearing. Like, that's yep. dad's. You know, you, you shouldn't be wearing that. But Roy says, been carrying this with me for a long time. Didn't realize how heavy it was. Uh, he threw Big Bo's body down there, which he already said he didn't. He left yep. them there. But I wish I could throw away the blame, but I'll always carry it with me. But uh, all this wouldn't have happened if I wasn't an addict. And he throws it down. Where's Bird? Why isn't he saying this to him? He's hey, hey to Bird, Oliver. maybe you might like this. It was your daddy's. You know, like at this one love. point, I mean, when this happens, you would think that the first thing you would think is, I got to go talk to my brother. Yeah. I got to go talk to him and tell him that I remember what happened. Because if you don't remember, and I know you do, Bird asked him five million times what happened. And even the point where Roy said, You know, I don't remember. And Bird said, I don't care. Tell me again. <laughs> And he's like, I blacked out. That's how we learned this, was that yeah. Bird had always t – what the fuck happened? Uh, you know, I told you. Tell me again. Well, I blacked out. I did this. He finally remembers what happened. Doesn't go back to tell him. No. Doesn't even say at the end, like, hey, you know what? I'll catch up with you later. I got to tie some things up on the res. I got I to gotta fucking go talk to my brother. Doesn't do anything. Just says about Oliver, hey, by the way, you know, you got a lot of problems now. You're in trouble, whatever. Is there any way I can help? And there's Oliver smiling away. And next, the rise of Star City. And I'm telling you that Ben Percy writes this, and he doesn't – it's like he wants to shove the social shit at us. I said on the site, the one guy said in my comment, I said he wants to write a story, his story. He just happens to put these characters into it because yeah. by the end, it doesn't even seem like his heart is where it should be with this story. No, the I'm resolution sorry, the is, should be is, on he, the – He has taken the story that he has given us and decided – 
Yeah, I don't want to tell that story. I want to tell the social justice warrior shit yeah. and not give a conclusion yeah, to things I've like, set up already. I, all, all the story for us Ooh, was – I'm running out of time. Better get the, the shit yeah, in here. And it's racist will never win. Well, I hope that that's the case. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that isn't. It really is unfortunate. But it should be. It should be something that racist – they're pieces of shit. Hopefully they come to, you know, they get their comeuppance. That's all he seems to want to do. He doesn't want his characters to have resolution themselves. I'm reading. I love Roy Harper. He is one of my favorite characters. I want him to end this book by at least getting this shit off his chest. Him telling Oliver and throwing that thing in the ravine, to me, does not end his pain and suffering. He's got to go talk to his brother about this and try to get his brother. And you could even have, he goes to Bird, listen, uh, I remembered this happened. This is how it happened. Please forgive me. And even if Bird said to him, listen, I can't forgive you right now. Maybe it, it, someday. It's still your fault. Yeah, I can't maybe do that. someday, but right now I can't. And, and then, but said, you know what though? You showed me that you at least grown up to be a good man. And they hug and go up. But you, you get the idea. He still doesn't fall. But that would be good. That's yeah. all I want. And where's, where's Black Canary? She's off there kicking. She's just beating the freaking wild dogs just, in the face I, over I just, and over again yeah, while they're I down. I expect her just. She's driving down fucking Route 66, screaming at people. Just, just going back to Seattle. Cry. All right, my job's done here. Yeah, she's, I'm fucking done. She's off the res, Eric. She's off. It just and the Cumbertigo stuff. It just never ended. It, it just was a hokey way to yeah. tie into Roy's drug use uh, to try to get her around. But yeah, it didn't really work. Everything at no, it didn't. Everything at the end was so rushed. It was just fucking. Let's get this done because we have the right of star city coming up and i did grab the next solicit now solicits are sometimes not true right uh, but i wanted to make sure i knew this ended the arc and with roy saying like hey if you need help whatever but it wasn't even like i really do wish hey i got some things to tie up here that would have been even fine for me it still is rushed but the next one is uh Part one of the rise of Star City, they killed Oliver Queen. They made an outlaw of Green Arrow. Now the Ninth Circle will gather its forces to destroy the hero's very soul. Buildings will topple, innocence will starve, disease will spread, and Seattle will die. The biggest Green Arrow story ever begins here. That does not sound like Roy is tying things up with Bird. That's the only thing. That's all I wanted to read it for because this story's done. It's over. And I'm telling you, it is such a disappointment, though, for how it much is. I love the first issue of the yes. three-part arc. I'm like, it really faltered. Yeah, like, and, like, that second issue wasn't great. This one no, was like, wasn't great. lets you down completely. And the thing is, even the – we love those flashbacks in that first issue of this arc were fucking the so best good. thing in this in this series to me. And even this issue, the, the, the flashbacks sucked. They really did. Even and the, the flashbacks the, the last issue Like I stopped. said, and things just didn't fucking tie, you know, add up to what they were trying to show you. And just make Green Arrow <sighs> look like a piece of shit. Well, here's where I said. I, I think I rated this high. I think that if I would have done this now, I'll admit, I was tired, Eric, on Tuesday <laughs> night. But I, I, I actually did like the art, and I really... I was still holding on to that beginning with the fucking back and forth that's like three panels. Yeah. Uh, but I gave it a six out of ten. I think if I went back, I might go as low as a four. That That's how much I was angry about this. I'm not going to give it a fuck you five because you gave Cyborg a fuck you five. We'll hear later. And, oh uh, yeah, the, the co- thing is. It, it's only, it's caused me nothing but personal problems. There's no yes, real problems killed, out there in the world. It's, but it's killed you all week. my insides. No, the worst is to, to give an issue a fuck you five and that having been the highest, one of the highest 
numbers and it yeah. kills you that you would have probably given that a three but this i wouldn't give a fuck you five anyway i think that uh carlini's art eleanor carlini's art was just too good in the regular deal i really really like her art uh but yeah i gave it a six out of that's the thing what would like you give I, it? I thought her art was okay it didn't I wow me and at times it I seemed really, really like rough it. and pencil heavy and shit really? like that i for the most part i really liked the flashback art except for oliver didn't look right so i was in a mixed bag with this entire guy that i miss you like art wise yeah. and the story really went nowhere i'm telling you i like that first few pages where the back yeah. and forth with ollie and friggin roy that was good it's just nothing with any of the yeah. characters went anywhere and yeah, i was nowhere. so disappointed by the end because i'm like I really wanted Ben Percy to bring it back around to that fun of that first issue, but yeah. we can't have that well, because and, he has to fucking pull his here's goddamn the thing. We're talking rebirth. We're talking when people were so excited, including us, that Black Canary was back in this book. And at one point, they even said something, and I, I can't even remember what it was, but there was a line, and Oliver earlier had said, no, no, that's not going to, you know, I'm not going to talk to that friend. You know, I had a friend once. Yeah. This is... If there is legacy and all that of Rebirth, it's Roy and Oliver together. This should have been very important. This should have ended with us like, holy shit, that was awesome. They're back, you know, even they're back to being friends. They're going to do this, that, and the other thing. And it ended, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck just happened because nothing got tied up, and it really is upsetting. But go on. Yeah, because of that, I'd give it a 5.5 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, you're not that much lower than me. No. But uh, it just – it was – it's more there's less hate and more disappointment for me because i had really and it's weird this book was one of the books that it wasn't ever on my 25 dollar poll list uh that we come up with but it was a book that i always kept saying you know what it's good enough not to bail on it's good enough and it was fucking miles above where we were in the 52 and it's just it's really it's gone downhill ever since that goddamn trans-pacific goddamn fucking train bit uh, i'm telling you it's gone downhill uh but that's it Aaron. that is the spotlight we are done you want to hear what we're going to talk about on the main podcast because if you didn't know if you had just dipped your toe in with these two books we do talk every book that comes out from dc to to a point we're we're not big hanna-barbera fans eric even though we we talked too much of them last week Uh, never yeah the main rebirth titles we definitely do uh and most of the others as well uh we do so we do the minis and things like that you'll hear uh we're gonna have aquaman number 20 Batman number 20, which ends the I Am Bane arc, and that book will be heading into the button story soon. So you end that. You have Cyborg number 11, that Eric is one of the highest scores on the page. Fucking nonsense. Got Deathstroke number 16, Green Arrow number 20, which you heard tonight, Green Lanterns number 20, Harley Quinn number 17, Justice League number 18, one of Eric's favorite books of all time. I've heard I, that somewhere. I, you cannot talk enough about that, that Justice League. You love it. <laughs> Nightwing number 18, Superman number 20, which of course we heard tonight as well, The Fall and Rise of Captain Adam number 4, and that's it, because the only other book that came out, uh, normal deal, was the Flintstones. And we'll also, uh, Reggie and Chris will be talking Shade the Changing Girl on right. our Young Animal segment. And Brandon, I don't know what Brandon's uh, Marvel thing, I guess it was probably X-Men Gold, right? Had I don't be. know off the top of my head. It had to be. Yeah, he's probably going to be talking X-Men Gold number one with Trevitt and uh, Josh. I forget what he took. I'm never prepared for this, but Josh will be talking an image book as well. He started up an image segment that was really good. People really liked it. Uh, they were talking in the Get Fresh Crew Slack chat doo, doo, and telling Josh. That X-Men really Prime number one. 
Is it Prime? Okay. Yeah. I thought that that was last week. Oh, wait. You know what? It was recruited. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I'm telling you. I think it's X-Men Gold. I'm, I, it, it I, I don't know be. where the it was hell between, it's at. It was between Royals, number one, which is the Inhumans book that I'm going to review, and uh, X-Men Gold, number one, and then something else. But I think in my in my mind he got he wasn't happy with the outcome of it and deleted the whole goddamn thing because yeah, I can't probably. find it anywhere actually here. I have to tell him to pin that bitch to his, you know top of his Twitter so well usually he it. does and that's why I really? expected right there and they're like the the closest thing is from March twenty seventh so like yeah, oh, yeah because uh, somebody I forget who it was retweeted it today because that popped up and I was like oh I want to see what it is I was like what's this in humans prime I reviewed that t- last week two weeks ago it's not that. But yeah, that'll be what. Oh, we'll you know have what? Give me a second. Part. I actually did not even go to his Twitter page. I just went to the search oh. for, okay, of his name. Oh, and oh, oh! Here we go. Here we go. Next okay. night, goal number one. There? Okay, I figured it was. Is was it a runaway win? Yes, it was. Yeah, I figured it was. People, it's weird because the Marvel on the Marvel side of things, people have been so upset. The people that I've talked to that review or read the X-Men books, they've been so upset at what the X-Men books kind of turned into. And and really, Marvel's trying to push the Inhumans a little more. But it doesn't matter. When a new X-Men book comes in there, everybody's in. So we'll oh, see. yeah. That's how it always we'll was. It always it will be. Yeah, it will be. It's like Spider-Man. It's fucking yeah. never going to go down. And Batman are. I got to throw some shit over on the DC side. Right? <laughs> Talking yes. way too much about Marvel's nonsense. Yeah, what the hell is going on? But yeah, that is it, Eric. I'm glad that me and you can get together. I think that at the beginning, I was really, I was having problems. Yeah, you got you got on the trolley a bit. There. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling, I'm telling you, 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 we started that, that super. Tussin. We started that Superman, and I was a little dizzy. I think Count Vertigo had come, and that's why I ended up starting the issue of talking like middle. seven like, pages in. On? That's why I'm like, yeah, and then they're, they're eating dinner. They weren't eating dinner. They were shooting pool, and that was seven pages in. <laughs> ah, I'll tell you, the, the cough medicine and shit like that hits me hard, but I can shoot it out pretty quick. Uh, and I will tell you also, Eric, on a, on a side note, uh, my son Zach told me that today he almost shit his pants in school. And I told him, listen, no adult man is going to shit his pants. He's hey, like, I'm, hey, I'm listen, not, he said, I'm not you're an under adult 18, man. Exactly. Yeah, he's not an adult, but he did say he, uh, he let, he said, I've had the squirts. Yeah. And then I felt like I had some gas and I let one rip. And I said, listen, Little squeaker. I said, you don't let one rip when you have the squirts. Right there <laughs> is a lesson that you will learn before you become an adult. That's why you don't <laughs> shit your pants when you're an adult. You do not, you don't fucking let it rip. I don't know. Sometimes Quote you run the gamut. Yeah, he said he almost did. And then the whole thing is, is too, Logan's sitting there, my youngest, is, what are you letting it rip in class? Ah, I rip them all You're the time. You're gross. Like, you are a <laughs> disgusting person. You are disgusting. He's in the Pirates of Penzance over there. He's probably in the next room. I heard him come home when the dog started barking. Yeah. But yeah, let it rip. You don't do that when you have diarrhea. So everybody in the house is sick now. It's everybody's sick. We're all fucking, you know, sneezing and fucking shitting. And it's I not really, a good time. I really just out. hope that you shit your pants. So I want out of life. Yeah, no, I never will. And I still want to know what check Yaramir meant at the beginning of my notes. You got to check them Yaramirs, man. Yaramir, I don't know Yaramir. what happened. You can't let, that ra- you can't hey, let him run around. I am the check Yaramir. How are you, Eric? I don't know what I would have had. I, I, it seemed like a character I was brewing up. <laughs> Yaramir the check. Hey, I lost to the ether. When the Russians pulled into town in 1968, we threw the rocks at, at the tanks. So you see, this is going nowhere. This is not I, a I fun really couldn't, I couldn't really tell you what a check sounds like. Hey, listen to me. I've got no blood. There you go. 
There you go. But that is it. That is the spotlight. Again, this gives you a little peek at the nonsense that you get in our regular podcast. But, uh, yeah, tune in. The regular podcast comes out on Sunday night. Uh, it is the Weird Science DC Comics podcast, and we also have a site, Weird Science DC Comics. And I'll tell you, uh, over the weekend, the Get Fresh crew, do, 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 do. a lot of them are doing reviews of non-DC books, stuff like – and it really is like Image, Valiant, Heavy, stuff like that. Uh, Dynamite, on Monday, all that stuff. Yeah, on Mondays, though, we have Marvel Monday on the site. We are a DC Comics site. But on Monday, we kind of throw all that out the window and review Marvel stuff. And it kind of was losing its way a bit. And it was losing its way because of me, you, and Reggie. We were too yeah. busy. We could not keep up with stuff like that. And really, when we have – you have eight DC books to review – uh, on Monday, doing six Marvel books, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, no, You're just going to push that, that aside. You know, we we just was, got done recording yesterday and, and, yeah. from fucking recording for the past yeah. five days. You know what? I don't need to do this yeah. Marvel and, shit. And the whole thing is I wanted Marvel to be our fun time. This was going to be the time to relax and have fun with Marvel yeah. stuff because I heard it was so much fun. Get to it wasn't know that much side. fun for us. It just no. wasn't that fun for us. Uh, I'd rather have the people, and we do have a lot more people now that are doing I the stuff those that books are. books, and I realized this is why I did a yeah. DC comic Yeah, and, and really, a lot of the people who are doing the reviews, like uh, Dan and Brandon, and all of them, they are more Marvel fans than us. So it's good that they're doing that. Uh, but yeah, come on Mondays to see a lot of Marvel reviews. And then we start up the whole process again on Tuesday. We put up our uh, previews for that week of books. And then on DC, Tuesday, come on Wednesday the at 12 a.m., we have every book reviewed for the most part and uh, go forward. And then it, it's weird. We never get that time where I'm like, hey, we got two days off there. God, that'd be amazing. Because, yeah, also just a, a thing at the end, we do have a new 52 Review podcast that will not be coming up this week. We do it every other week, uh, but we will be doing the Animal Man Volume 1, The Hunt Trade, next week. So that'll be up as well. And, yeah, that's it, Eric. That is it. Anything else you want to say? You want to give a little shout-out to Snooky Duke down on the fucking old Guns Avenue? You no, me and him are on the outs. Out? You're on the outs with Snooky Duke? Really? Yeah, yeah man. You don't Jesus you don't even Christ. understand all the trash he was talking about. I'm telling you, you don't want to deal with Snooky Duke if he's not on your right side. Exactly. You're in fucking big trouble. But yeah, what do we say at the end? Turn that spotlight off. Turn it off. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes.